0: Are you a fan of fantasy role-playing? Looking for more D&D action outside your normal campaign? Do you enjoy laughing uncontrollably? Look no further than the You Meet in a Tavern podcast. Follow the continuing adventures of Tug, Durf, and Carl as Dungeon Master Joe leads them on the adventure of a lifetime. Worked four 20-somethings with dull jobs by day, letting our inner nerd kids shine in our first-ever 5th edition D&D campaign together fans are calling it a gripping tale with a talented cast a large source of encouragement to get myself in my own DD group the funniest DD podcast i've ever listened to but don't take it from them check out you meet in a tavern for yourself on all your favorite podcast apps that's you meet in a tavern because every good story starts in a bar by now we should be live so hello and welcome to the rpg academy podcast i am michael and tonight we are here to do a show and tell about the new podcast or newer podcast it's an actual play using the shadow of the demon lord system and it's called tales of blood and stone and i have with me the one of the players uh, of that particular actual play danny neary danny welcome to the show
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Michael. Hi, everybody. Hello.
0: So, yeah, so show and tells are when we bring on a guest and we talk about something cool. So, you know, today's guest and you know what we're going to talk about. So let's jump into it. So, Danny, um, for anyone who doesn't know, because, again, within our circle, you know, a lot of people know you. Um, so give us a brief rundown on Danny. Like, what's your gaming history? What kind of games you play? And then we'll we'll get into why Shadow the Demon Lord for this actual play.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah. So I'm from Rhode Island and Michael kind of dubbed me crazy Rhode Island one time and I love it and it stuck because I am a few fries short of a Happy Meal at times.
0: Well, it was the fact that you were willing to come to my house uh, because the very first DecaturCon that was like just in the basement and you're like, we're coming. And then like last minute something happened, you weren't able to come. And we're like, those crazy people from Rhode Island, we're going to drive all the way here. They must be insane. And then then we met you. We're like, yeah, they are. A little bit there.
1: So I'm I'm happy with that, um, and I wish we made it that day. My dad was uh, very sick, and that didn't end so well. But weren't happier things. So I've been gaming since I was 12 years old, and it all started. Oh, I shouldn't date myself, but that's okay. <laughs> it all started with Thacko, Second Edition D&D, um, and from there I ended up playing some first with other people, and it just like it progressed and just never really stopped. So been playing all editions except Fourth Edition D&D. Never did do that. I am they're like shunned or praised for that. Was it, some
0: um, people would tell you 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 dodged a bullet. Other people would tell you you missed a prime opportunity. You know, I still don't
1: know yet. <laughs> someday, someday I'll, I'll play it. Um, and I kind of play all things across the board. If it's in front of me, I want to give it a try and play it. But I'm really big into running Cipher System, um, Numenera, and I'll be running some Invisible Sun at Gen Con and I run D&D, and I run what I can get my hands on, and I also like really dark things, so Call of Cthulhu was one of the natural things I went towards, and when I played Shadow of the Demon Lord, the first two times I played it actually was at a catacomb with Robert Schwab himself, and I mean, you're playing with the man, and the first time we played, uh, he I did something. He was like, oh, wow, that's dark. You're good. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I could get into this. Um, and he's like my spirit animal. Yeah. I mean, he's into heavy metal. He's into, you know, gaming. He's beer. Like, wow. Um, so that Ro- kind of like drew me to the game.
0: Yeah, Rob's a good guy. He's one of my favorite people. And I, by no means, try to like say that we're friends. Like he probably has no idea who I am unless I'm right in front of him. But I've had yeah. the opportunity to hang out with him at a couple cons a couple times, like after cons and at bars and stuff dude's a hoot. He, he will just talk about whatever. Uh, he's hilarious and he, you know, he'll, he'll say what's on his mind. And, okay. uh, sometimes that's the best stories, especially when there's a few drinks in him.
1: <laughs> yeah. We were slamming bears that catacomb, the one I fell off my stool at in Rich Baker's game. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had some good conversations that night. He's a cool dude.
0: Yeah. I like Rob a lot. So, so I guess, so for anyone who doesn't know what shadow of the demon Lord is, give us the primer. Like what is shadow of the demon Lord? Why does it c- compare to like D and D or another game?
1: Okay, I will say this. I have not read too much Shadow of the Demon lore, actual lore, because I want this whole campaign to be as authentic, I mean, for my character, I want it to be authentic. I don't actually know what's out there, what the real stuff is going on, My and my character doesn't. So there's gonna be no hope in metagaming. But it is this very dark world, yes, um, where there is no hope. Things are not gonna end well. Uh, the Demon Lord is this wicked creature god i don't even know that pulls things from the void and just wants to destroy everything and in the game you play characters that are just trying to live another day or, or whatever their means may be and i think the game can be played like two different ways like you're gonna die first round or you're gonna die like f- you know never getting past first level or what we're trying to do is maintain a campaign with it as long as we you know can without you know fudging the game
0: right so, so yeah so um for anyone doesn't know Shadow demon lord it is a d20 game, so you're going to roll a d20. High numbers are better. But it's very streamlined in that most things just have a target number. So, like, if you're doing a skill check, it's just 10. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Doesn't matter what level you are. You just need a 10, uh, which makes it really easy to roll, and you'll know if you succeeded or failed without having to have the DM, you know, like, play what I call DM Mother May I. You know, I got a 14. Mm -hmm. 14 missed. I got a 12. 12 hits. And then you have that back and forth. Um, And then you have a boon and bane system, which is kind of similar in some ways to advantage-disadvantage. If you did something that gives you an advantage, you get a boon. If you did something that gave you a disadvantage, you have a bane. They cancel each other out, which is different than um, advantage-disadvantage. So you could have five banes and four boons, and that ends up being one bane that you would actually roll. And then you take the number and either add it or subtract it, depending on if it's a bane or a boon from the d20. And um, it does a, l- a lot of things I really like f- very, for a streamlined game that uh, is very simple. Easy to get into, easy to play, easy to run in a lot of ways as far as like the mechanics of the game. But it's designed in its, in, its, in the book as presented that you basically play 10 sessions or 11 sessions and then you're done. So you start at level zero and then as you progress, you get your novice path and your master path, that kind of thing, you get your abilities. But it's designed each time you play, you level up at the end of your 11th game, your 10th level, and then you're done. And then you move on to a different series of games. Now, you guys aren't doing that with your game because you're trying to maintain this as a campaign. So do you have a a leveling system in mind or is it just John going to be like, okay, now you're leveled?
1: So it's major events, major story arcs. So it's not at the end of every session. It's when we have set out to accomplish something and it makes sense for us to grow as characters there. And as characters, we're playing it a lot smarter than we should. As John gets pissed sometimes because we run away from shit. He's like, oh, <laughs> I thought I was going to get to use that monster. Like, dude, don't want to kill us. We're not, you know, we characters aren't stupid. Like, we're trying to survive here. So,
0: <laughs> All right. So there's a, quite a few people in chat are moving through. So I'm going to try to catch up a little bit. Um, so Targris asks, uh, are you going to be playing the game more serious dark or more like comedic dark?
1: Well, if you know us, we're a bunch of jerks and we have a hard time like not swearing and not being inappropriate. So in that respect, like our commentary back and forth is a little bit lighter, but the game itself is dark as you can get. It is like heart-wrenching dark. And so we're three or four months ahead of like reporting. We are so many sessions ahead of what you guys are hearing. And it does, I mean, it, I was one night I was in tears, like legit. Like I was, it just, it gets to you. Um, John does not take any breaks for any of us. He puts, you know, Michael, Chris, and I through the ringer and really screws with our characters as much as he can.
0: So, so. okay, so for again, because we've had people jump in, people ask questions, I'm trying to keep up with it. So the podcast is called a a tale or tales. There's, tales. Because that's important. Because... That S is important. We'll get to that. Yes. Tales of Blood and Stone. This is the initial actual play. Uh John is the DM. You are one of the players. And the other two players you know, from Redemption, as well as from the Greyhawk channel, Michael and Chris. Mm -hmm. Um, So give us a quick rundown on your character. Who are you playing? Uh, Without giving any spoilers away, but like, give us a little background of the character you're playing.
1: Sure. I'm playing Eva. Um, She is a 19 year old naive Cambian and a Cambian in the shadow of the demon Lord is a devil that has, you know, got it on with a human and had a baby. So it's a half devil, half human creature. And in the game, they are destined to go to hell. So Mike Cambian believes that worshiping the demon Lord will save her from hell. So she is a Cambian priestess of the demon Lord.
0: Alrighty.
1: Yeah. So a weird combination, but in her eyes, it's her way to save herself.
0: All right. And then what, what about Chris and Michael? Let's give, I mean, I know you're not playing their characters, but, no, but... give a quick rundown of, of Michael's character. He's playing the, uh, the clockwork, clockwork. named four.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, a centaur I think I got that right it's the other one it's one of those horse creatures I'm sorry Michael <laughs> it does not have hooves though he corrected me oh okay um, I think that's it uh so he's playing four who is actually a very good-hearted character um he got wiped out his memory when his former master got defeated or something of like that so he doesn't know what his origins are so a clockwork is basically a mechanical creature that has a soul inside of it um and he's a good soul he's a good person I don't know why he's hanging around with Chris and I's characters <laughs> but he is he's sticking with us
0: Well, playing Army, I have I have a little familiarity with playing the goody two shoes naive person who doesn't understand that the people that they're with might not be the best people in the world.
1: Yeah, that's 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 him. He thinks we're nice. We are friends. Uh,
0: So Big Al mentions that he's been listening to your show and really likes it so far.
1: Woo! awesome.
0: All right. And what about Chris's character? Who is he playing?
1: Chris is playing Terrell. He is a human wizard. Um, And the best way he describes him is think of Raceland Magier from Dragonlance, wicked, you know, corrupt guy, if he never had Cameron, his brother. So he is a magician and he is evil. I'm pretty sure I can say that confidently. Um, Frail body, and he's awesome. He's a jerk. He's sarcastic and he does an incredible job at being that mean person. I think he has a soft (laughs) spot or it's just an act. I can't tell.
0: All right. So, So what's going on? So give us the initial start. If someone's thinking about jumping into the AP, like what, what is the story about? You have these three characters who don't really seem like they have a lot of reason to be together. So again, without any heavy spoilers, what has brought the three of you together that you're now working together in this quest of some sort? So the
1: big, like the big first quest is the town of Brildar has this wasting disease and Play that is just like eating people away. Um, we don't come from Brildar, we come from a town over, but each of our characters has a reason to get to Brildar. So that kind of brings us all together um, on a quest to find the cure to this wasting disease that is just wiping out the city. And in that city, you know, we there was a void breach, and they had all kinds of demons, and we went there, and we, we did our best saving things. Um, And there we are on a mission together. I don't want to get too far into it because I also have a hard time thinking where it stops recording that you've heard and where we're having because we are really far. But there was a a common thing that brought us all to the same city and we actually had good reasons to work together on it. Okay.
0: And again, I I love that aspect of it. I know uh, John, again, he's the one who's actually running the game. And again, I'm not taking any credit, but he's been a listener to our show and many other shows in our netbook for a long time. And I feel like he's trying to incorporate some of the things that we have said we like to do, but he's also going his own way. Cause uh, one of the things I talk about all the time is I don't like having characters, having secrets, but you guys got secrets, right? Yep.
1: Up the butt secrets. Oh yeah, we we I, we text John back and forth during game, and like um, I have to turn off the mic and like r- r- yeah, we definitely have secrets, and it works out really cool because we aren't nobody has any idea what's going on. I have no idea what Torrell's end game is, but he's got a good one going on, and he gives little hints. Listening, it's so cool as a player to listen back in the episodes because you hear things that you missed during the game, or like now that we're so far ahead, I didn't realize that had a consequence, or that was that. It's just it's very cool. It's. You know, and and John prides himself that he's a student of the RPG Academy. Absolutely, we had a session zero. Got oh, a drink tonight.
0: Take a drink. I have my my little pony cup. So yeah. a couple of people have mentioned in in chat again. I'm trying to do my best to keep up. Uh, yeah, I'm
1: sorry, I can't do chat at the same time. No, no. I did attention, and I lost myself. Like you asked me a question, I'm like
0: what? No, I'm no. I, again, that's my job. I'll, I'll do my best to keep up. Okay. Um So as far as this being an actual play. There are, there are different types of tiers and levels and, and, and approaches to the actual play. So as far as the, the, I guess the idea behind the actual play, is this one where we're trying to teach the rules as we, as we go or, all the, or are the rules hidden? And like, we cut that out on editing. So it's just seamlessly narrative or where do you guys fall on that scale?
1: No, we're kind of like in the middle there, as in you aren't always going to hear about the rules, but as players, we have legit questions about the rules and I hadn't played it in so long. I went into it like, I don't know what I'm doing. So, we definitely explain the rules as we go. And especially in the beginning episodes when we just the basics of like why do we what do we have to do to do this? And what you know, what number do we have to hit to pass this rule and what happens if you get over twenty. These are all things that we established in the first episodes. And I think as we go on, where there's gonna be new questions with higher levels and we'll address those as we play too, but not in a way that's gonna take over the game or that I think interrupts it too much.
0: And then as far as like ambient Sound effects, or uh, voice work. Do you have Do you have the thing I know, like Redemption does, where they'll record with Chris, the DM being the voice of an NPC, and then they'll later get a guest to come in and redub those lines and make it much more theatrical and you know, and flavor it. Have you guys done any of that yet? Or we have think-
1: not yet, but I believe it's on the table and it's something we're going to work towards. We just wanted to get comfortable with ourselves and comfortable with the game before we started screwing around with what we had going on. But okay. it's definitely something we're planning on doing. And then, as for the music, um, John does really—he works hard on the editing and editing and uses battle bards. Mm-hmm. Loving what they do, we found like the the perfect theme for us, and I think we'll be devastated if we hear it on another podcast. <laughs> I think it was John that said that because it, it's like we hear it, and you know, we just smile because uh,
0: it's, <laughs> it's your theme now. You've claimed it, it right?
1: is. We gotta mess it up. Don't don't, don't let anybody else just. <laughs>
0: No, so one of the things we talked about at the top, well, we'll start to go backwards. So anyone who wants to listen to your show who's not yet, where can they find it? How do they find the show? And how do they listen to it?
1: All right. So Kendall, going to give a shout out to Kendall. He's awesome. Kay has been working on our website for us. So it's not quite there yet, but we'll have a website up soon. Um, and Michael's been working hard too. It's Tobis, which is Tales of Blood and Stone, Tobispod.com. Or you can just basically search for Tales of Blood and Stone. It comes up. We're on that Blueberry podcast site. Um, we're on iTunes. So, you know, put in Tales of Blood and Stone in iTunes, you'll get us. If you Google Tales of Blood and Stone, you'll get us. And soon, TobusPod.com will be the place to keep up with us.
0: So if I go to TobusPod on on uh, iTunes, I'm going to notice this very prominently. There's a big E next to all of these episodes. So let's talk a little bit about that. So is this a, an E that's just like just in case, or is this like a an E that we earn?
1: We earn this E just by being ourselves. Um <laughs> But we also earn this Eve by playing to the game. So I think, to the extent that it's supposed to be played, we don't hold back. It gets disturbing. It gets even more disturbing. I promise. I mean, there are dead babies involved. Um, so, so it gets not in a gross way, but like we we definitely made rules when we started this game at session zero. We set rules: what we were not going to talk about and what we weren't going to touch on and what we we're going to, you know, gloss over. Um, and we've been very good about sticking those. We're very respectful of that. Um, so you won't hear any mention in detail about. A dead baby, gosh! I shouldn't keep on bringing this up, but Eva, it had, it's first episode. But it wasn't a grotesque thing. And it's not going to keep you up at night. But there are other things that will keep you up at night. And as for the f bombs, they just—that's us. Like I'm being good right now. We just drop them, and we're perverted, and we say the most disturbing things on that level too. So.
0: Okay, so yeah, just I think at the beginning of each episode, you have like a disclaimer. The whole this is an adult show. It's for adult, you know, content. Uh, I've, I'm up. I'm not all the way caught up. all will I think I'm through first four or five episodes. Um, and I I think for me, like, I think there's like two F-bombs that I was just like, really, I don't know if they need the E for that. And then I was told, no, no, keep listening. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I haven't quite got there yet on, on that stuff. But yeah, I mean, I don't think it's, at least so far that I'm in, it's not off-putting. It's not anything that I would have a problem with the content. And I do think across the board, all of you are doing an amazing job. Obviously, Chris and Michael Part of the Redemption podcast, which is one of the best podcasts, I think, in the world. Uh, mm-hmm. They do an amazing job. I think you and John are absolutely holding your own. So I think the show is really, really good. One of the questions that I always have about any new podcast, and particularly one with Shadow of the Demon Lord, which is designed to be, you know, 11 sessions is over, is what happens when you complete this story or what happens if there's a TPK and all your characters are wiped? Like, what's the plan for the future for the show?
1: So that's why we named it Tales of Blood and Stone because and yes, um, you can't expect a happy ending from Shadow of the Demon Lord. At least I really don't think you can, and I don't think John is going to let us have one. So our, <laughs> I think we all have backup characters in our minds um, that would probably jump in if one of us died. Like I know what I want to play next. Although I'm not wishing Eva dead. Maybe sure. she already is. You don't know. That's right. Um,
2: <laughs> spoilers,
1: but spoilers. No, but um, if there is a TPK, I think that we are going to continue like on the same timeline or maybe before it and try and intermesh the stories so that you aren't just like, okay, that podcast is done. We're going on to a brand new story. It can continue, but be fresh enough where you could start on that like new season or whatever you want to call
0: it. Now, what about rotating uh, DMs? Is John going to ever get a chance to play as well?
1: Ooh, thank you for giving that idea. (laughs) I know uh, Chris is doing a Oh, uh, shadow of the demon lord like one shot game um so he knows the system he could run it but he might need a break too
0: right yeah true i mean he's obviously already running uh the redemption podcast games but i mean even if it's something where like it's like a like a one shot in between campaigns you know get john give him a chance to play because as someone who dms a lot it's it's really nice to get to play sometimes as well
1: absolutely and um at some point tonight, I'm sure we'll talk about, we have a little plan for like a special episode and, and such, so.
0: All right, well, well we can get yeah. kind of into that as well, but before that, so I, my question is, I've been podcasting for a while, got its ups, got its downs, some days I absolutely love it, other days I'm like, why am I still doing this, and I just like want to turn everything off and lock, walk away, so ha- being now a podcaster, what has been the most surprising thing about it? It can be good or bad, but just what is something that happened that you're like, I had no f an idea that was going to happen? Editing.
1: <laughs> I had no idea the power of editing. When I first did my very first like interview podcast thing, I was like, I sounded like an idiot. And then I heard it, I'm like, I sound smart. Damn that Jim Ryan is awesome. This is during the Cyphercast when they had me on. Um, and now I'm a host of it. Um, but I was like, oh my gosh. And editing. I had no idea the editing and the work that goes into it like Kendall kind of clued me in before and then seeing it firsthand. Oh my gosh, power to you guys. Yeah. So much respect.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, and I think we we did a panel at Gen Con last year about podcasting. And I actually, I wasn't very happy with how it turned out. So I, I, I we recorded it, but I'm never going to release it. I want to redo it. I just, I don't think we as presenters did a very good job. But, but one of the things that we kept saying is there's more editing than you know. However much editing you think you're going to do, Double it, because there's so much editing involved, which is one reason why I really enjoy doing these live shows, because I don't <laughs> edit those at all. You do to do it! They just get put up. Um, <laughs> which, again, uh, my apologies, I, f- I did forget that you are were already a podcaster for a while, because you've been a host of the Cyphercast. Oh, no worries. And then you're also okay. a player um, in the Greyhawk channel, in Return to Greyhawk, which, again, I don't know if everyone is fully aware, because the... The, the family tree in the in the RPG Academy Network can get a little wonky right. at times. But technically, you're faculty because you are a player in a game that's on the network. So you've yes. been faculty for quite a while. But I don't know that we've really talked much about it or put that forward.
1: Well, they do have a lot, a lot of faculty there because the Greyhawk uh, Channel Network is expanding incredibly. Um, they're doing a lot more games and everything. And they are, I don't know if you've ever checked them out, but I mean, people on here is the greyhawk channel um streams dnd games placed in greyhawk on twitch and they're really cool and i do play a character on sunday nights and it's a lot of fun michael is my half brother in the character <laughs> and really cool news everybody if michael this michael if you don't mind if i tell him no go ahead. Um, I, all right so hasn't been officially announced yet but i'll tell you all now
0: spoilers, um, I, spoilers. <laughs>
1: i'm gonna be running a dnd game on there on tuesday nights um called the dying kingdom and if you're familiar with Greyhawk, it's going to take a uh, place in the Great Kingdom, which is a really deprived world. And I said, oh, that's it's twisted. And when Shane, who is our awesome fearless leader over there, mentioned it and how twisted it was and messed up, I'm like, that's for me. <laughs> I want it. So that'll nice. be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, so again, that's, that's where the weird family tree gets. So technically, as of right now, the Return to Greyhawk, specifically that game, is what's oh. part of the network. But, oh, okay. But not, see? not every thing that the the channel is doing is we probably eventually will make that, but w- because the channel was expanding so fast, we we wanted to give us some time to figure some things out because, again, this is getting way into the weeds, but some of those shows have a rotating cast where they have so many players for so long they switch. We're like, well, how do we do that with faculty? Are the players not faculty because they're not really permanent or are they all faculty? So it got into some weird territory so for now we're just like, you know what, let's just make it clean. We're going to do return to Greyhawk and then we're, you know, we're going to look at things and, you know, make sure that we're both getting something from it. And then we might look at expanding, doing a little bit more.
1: Very good. Well, then, yes, I'm faculty with there and uh, return to Greyhawk is a lot of fun. Uh, again, we're all a little perverted. We're all a little off in a very good way. And Shane reigns us in and handles us so well. So props to him because I couldn't do what he does with us.
0: <laughs> well, you're going to have to try soon.
1: Yes. Well, hopefully they won't be carbon copies of us. or <laughs> well, hopefully they will be. Well, yeah. Hard so, a bit.
0: so when does that start
1: uh starting in june i don't have a very set date yet um i just got back from florida so i actually have color and i'm, I'm always <laughs> like white white um so i'm gonna sit down with shane and iron out the details with that but it'll be starting at some point in june so this summer you'll get some real,
0: okay. very cool the
1: dying kingdom uh
0: so we got quite a few people in chat they're talking back and forth to each other which we love but if you have any questions Yay. for myself or for danny please throw them in there i'll i will do my best um they're, st- they're just scrolling by. It's crazy. I've, this, I think this might be the most active chat we've ever had. Uh, and I'm
1: sorry I can't read chat and talk at the same time because, again, when I was on detention, poor Michael and Scott asked me a question I'm like, what? Like, I <laughs> want he- the Darren Headlights because I was typing a chat response. I'm like,
0: no, no, no worries whatsoever. Again, that that is my responsibility as host to do it. I'm just not doing a very good job about it, with it. Um, so... There's a couple of things that we need to talk about. I'm trying to figure out the best way to, to get into them. Um, you Uh-oh, and John. Am I in no, no, no. That, again, this will be detention. Um, <laughs> so you and John have been a, a fixture of a catacon for quite a while. You you missed the first one in the basement, unfortunately, because of some family issues. But you've yeah. been to all the others. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've been VIPs to all of the others. Mm-hmm. And currently, you both have tickets. You were one of the few, the proud, that got VIP tickets for this year's catacon. But I understand that you're not actually going to be able to use them this year. Uh, so you're thinking about maybe giving them away or something?
1: Yeah, I think that we are thinking of giving them away. So I have some I have some news for everybody. So so um, why?
0: Because again, you've come every year, you've been VIPs. What possibly could have happened that would keep you from coming as VIPs?
1: Well, we are both faculty now because duh, 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 Michael and the awesome people at the RPG Academy have invited Tales of Blood and Stone to join the network.
0: Hello! Hi! We're back! (laughs) That was exciting.
1: Woo! Sorry, I got to chat a little bit. It was good.
0: All right. So let's do that. Let's do that. Close enough. Okay. So the last thing I saw on my side was you screaming doing the touchdown signal. Uh, Right! So so I I don't know what happened. Right as you screamed, my entire system went down. Uh, So in case it didn't go out, your scream was because you are now the newest member of the rpg academy network
1: yes we are and we are so very very excited to be here we wouldn't want to be anywhere else you have been a mentor and a great friend and we love you so we are yeah. super super psyched we around.
0: are super excited to have you um i think the world of you and john I think you guys are great people. I think you're great role players. I think you're good ambassadors for the hobby. Uh, you are what we look for when we look for shows. Um, you also bring something that we don't already have, which is a very adult sort of themed show. Uh, Shadow of the Cabal, a lot of drama. Redemption, also drama, but I think there's a little more comedy mix in with that. Uh, but you're probably the only, well, I, I, I I'll say the only show right now that's really going for that type of show so it was a natural fit so we're we're proud to have you I'm so glad that you wanted to be a part of the network and uh very exciting so the reason why you can't use your VIPs is only because you're now coming as faculty to the uh, catacon so you don't need those VIP tickets right
1: no we don't um and we wanted to share them with all of you guys. So um, at, on Tobus here, we're going to have a little giveaway at some point. We're going to tell you the details probably next episode of how to enter. Um, but we don't want just to have people enter that are just going to the Catacomb. I mean, Catacon is awesome. But if you can't make it, we don't want you out of this contest. So we're also going to throw in there um, a one-shot for winners of the contest. So there's going to be a bunch of winners. John is going to run a game for you online. We'll probably record it. And if you all consent, we'll throw it up as a special episode. Oh, very cool. So definitely um, – Follow us on Twitter, TobisPod, uh, and you'll get the details there and also in the next upcoming episodes of how to enter. All right. It's going to be really simple. Like, simple, like, join us, retweet uh, with a word if you want the entry for that, and extra points for iTunes reviews. They say maybe write
0: an iTunes review. That would be Yeah, yeah.
1: Extra points for that. Extra
0: credit. So this is completely out of place, but I meant to do it at the top of the show and I forgot, but I'll do it now since you mentioned a contest, because we are currently running one of our own here at the RPG Academy Network, Twitch. When we get to 500 Twitch followers, we're going to give away a copy of the Dungeons and Dragons Rule Encyclopedia through RPG or through Drive Through RPG. Uh, just recently came back out. You can basically print on demand. Got my copy. I absolutely love it. Uh This is this was a back when I was in co- college. This was my game. This is what I was playing. I loved this book, and I was like a moron. I got rid of it, and then for years. I wanted to get a copy back and it was like 75 to 150 bucks on eBay or Craigslist or wherever. Now you can get your print on demands like 30 bucks or something. So last time I checked, we were at 275 followers. Still got a ways to go. We get to 500. Same thing. We're going to do like a random draw out of those 500 people. Someone will get a copy of that um, for them to take home. If they're coming to a catacomb, I'll send me the money of, of shipping. I'll just give it to you. Otherwise, I'll pay for shipping and, and get it to you.
1: All right. By November, come on. We can do that.
0: Yes. All right, so um so it's getting back to uh, Tales of blood and stone. Hold on so, I, so we talked about your network. we talked about the, the contest. Was there anything else that you you tell me at the top of the show we need to talk about am, am I forgetting anything? the whole crashing thing has got me all off because nope.
1: nope, I just wanted to I was just excited to be here and I wanted to tell everybody that so and I thanked Kendall. that was on my checklist because he definitely deserved a big thank you. Um, yeah, so.
0: Awesome, and then again, Chris and Michael from Redemption are uh, also characters on the show. Is there ever any thought of expanding the cast, changing the cast out when you do a new campaign? Uh, you know, again, if you haven't thought about that, that's fine. But has there been any thought on on that yet?
1: Not or expanding. The...
0: Maybe guest players with a Kentucky accent.
1: Guest players for sure, and expect. I know who's on the top of the list now. Hmm, <laughs> here. So, yeah, um, I don't think we've thought about expanding yet because we still don't know. How long we're going to last if we are last you know have last or whatever um but definitely guest people and like i said
0: all right yeah. so then we'll go back to uh the chat once again if you have any questions it doesn't have to be specifically about tales of blood and stone but certainly those make sense uh but it can be any questions for me or for danny uh we'll check on those for a little bit so in the meantime while we're waiting for that to catch up You're also going to Gen Con. You're going to be running games um, for Monty Cook, right? Gia Numenera stuff?
1: Yes, I'm going to be running Invisible Sun this year. So it'll be a a little bit different than anything you've seen there before. So I'm super excited to run it. Um, I
0: almost pulled the trigger on that Invisible Sun Kickstarter. I couldn't do it. At the end of the day, I just, it's like, I don't know if I'll ever play that game. I don't know if I'll even like that game. It was so expensive, but it was so beautiful. I almost did it, but I didn't. Uh, I was
1: very fortunate because I got an inside look. I got to play test it and got um, some inside scoop as it went on. And I got to run an Invisible Song character creation seminar last year at Gen Con. And it was amazing. And I got to tell you, when it comes out, it is going to be awesome. And I actually know a game you could get in. We'll have to chat later.
0: Oh, okay. Um, yeah.
1: If you if you wanted to play.
0: I, um, I would like to, to play to know if I will regret not spending the like the $400 it was to get that thing.
1: You just may, but it's a good thing you have friends, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of them. Um, um and
1: then for Cook games also, um, we have so much fun running games. We are always looking for new GMs. So if any of you guys and gals want to, you know, run a game for Monteco games, reach out to me. I would love to have some of you there hanging out with me. I'll be helping, um, run the GM room there. So I'll be there a lot. Come say hi. And
0: so how would someone get a hold of you?
1: Oh, you can find me on Twitch, which is at Imperial scum. And that's probably the best way because Twitch or Twitter. Yeah. Twitch. Oh shit. Oh, sorry. Twitter.
0: Twitter. Yeah. Real
1: scum. Twitch. I'm drunk and geekery because I was probably drunk when I made the handle. <laughs> but um, you wanna get a hold of me on there. Yeah. Twitter is probably the best way, or through the email of the Tobis website.
0: Yeah. Okay. Are you going to any other conventions besides the catacon and uh, GenCon?
1: Um. Well, I usually go to the PAX. I'm probably gonna go to PAX Unplugged again. Um. Which a Catacon is way better. So if you ever have the choice yeah. between PAX Unplugged and a catacon don't even think twice. Go to Ohio. any day um and then i uh, necronomicons every two years they go to that they have temple con Rhode islands i just total con i try and hit a lot of cons and run games Uh,
0: as for myself if anyone happens to be watching this and doesn't know who i am already uh the rpg academy anywhere that you search for that if you find something it should be me if it's not let me know because i need to look into that but twitter facebook google plus twitter twitch youtube all that stuff uh the rpg academy and you will find us so we have added another show Obviously, Tales of Blood and Stone, we're very, very excited about having uh, this group in our network, and I can't wait to see where the story goes. I have so many podcasts I listen to. I, I do them in, in like groups. Like I'll listen to like 15 of a show, and then I'll move to another one. And I'll move back. So eventually, I'll get caught up on you guys, but it may be a little while. Uh, but we have some other shows. I'm not ready to announce them just yet, but we have another show that I'm also super excited about that will be announced very <laughs> shortly. Uh, if you're in Discord, you already know because I posted it in the wrong channel. But I appreciate your discretion in <laughs> not sharing it because Michael is a moron. Uh, but the Academy is still growing, and we're still looking for other shows. So if anyone out there uh, has a show that you listen to and that, or you like and you think it might be a good fit, let us know. Uh, we've actually moved the network to it's now an invite-only uh, process. We used to do... Where people could apply and, like, you know, basically self nominate and we would review them. Uh, That got way too cumbersome. So we are now doing an invite only. So if someone mentions it to us or someone in the network mentions it, we then go through our review process and then, you know, go from there, which is how Tales of Blood and Stone got invited. Um, But yeah, we're always on the lookout for more shows and more sites. Uh, I will be at Origins just the weekend because I have a family vacation that goes Monday through Friday. So I'm going up Friday night. I'll be there Saturday and Sunday going to Gen Con. And then there's a local con here like 15 minutes from my house called Sin City Con, which is in October. I'll be there. All three of those I'll be running and playing games. And, of course, a catacon, which is, you know, they're, 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 my nightmares and my dreams have mingled together. And now that is what a catacon is to me.
1: Michael, is Sin City Con, Sin con is that a fetish con?
0: No. It's Cincinnati. <laughs> So it's CIN, C-I-N, not S-I-N, C-I-T-I-C-O-N, Sin CityCon. They're also uh, sponsors of our um, of our show. They they donated some money and helped us with advertising um, to help support our show. So I go there and run games for them. They're much more of a board game convention. They're like 80-20 board games. So the RPG Academy makes up a substantial part of their RPG offerings. Other uh, They have you know, um, organized play, Pathfinder, and D&D. But beyond that, we're pretty much the only one running something that's not organized play. Um, so it's, you know, it's something we can do for them to help them, and they help us out. And plus, I just like running games. It's exciting. It is. All right, so last call for anything in chat. Anybody have any questions they want us to, to talk about? While we're waiting for that, anything you want to ask, Danny or talk about?
1: Well, I do want to say, if you're coming to the Catacon, the whole Tales of Blood and Storm cast will be there. So uh, you can definitely
0: oh no no, no no you're right i'm sorry chris isn't going to gen con i keep forgetting I th- yeah
1: no but a catacomb right
0: yes 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 i was oh, i right. was confused yes the whole cast will be there Ooh. barring the tragedy yeah
1: yeah so you can probably hunt us down and i know we're always for late night like gaming and beer so <laughs> yeah, come hanging out with us at a catacon. and yeah gen con michael and i are going both michaels right so yep
0: yep me and michael are gonna be roomies this year
1: Oh, and a bunch of other dudes I heard.
0: Yeah, a whole bunch of us. We're going to be asked to elbows, but it, you know what? I get to, I'm in an attached hotel for less than 200 bucks.
1: <laughs> that is awesome. And I won't be in that I'm room jealous. more than three or four
0: hours a night anyway, so it doesn't matter.
1: I am jealous. Yeah. I'm staying in a house with six other people. And we're getting a keg for it, so I'm like, well, I was be at Gen Con. <laughs> <laughs> I or, apologize if you're in my morning games. Yeah,
0: or, or not. <laughs> it, no, it
1: depends. I don't run morning games. Who are we kidding? Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much anything before nine a.m. Just I. I literally I do that when I go through like the, the the scheduler. I will you know file and sort anything before nine just gets wiped off. I don't even look at those games because I know I'm not going to make them. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. Awesome. All right. I think that's about it then, unless again, there's anything else. I'm, I'm happy to talk to you about anything else if there's something on your mind.
1: Oh gosh, there's lots of things, but probably not for hair, <laughs> but I am going to be coming to you for help. Like the, the really cool thing about the RPG Academy is if you're stranded with a problem that they, they will help you. you can reach out. They actually did a whole episode about one of my gaming problems that I had about overpowered characters. And <laughs> PCs. Do you remember that? It was like years and years yep. ago. So, um, I'm going to be new to this Twitch live D&D thing. If you've ever seen me run a game, I'm absolutely spastic. So it's going to be really weird to, you know, sit and use Roll20 and everything. And the network has helped me out so much. People giving me lessons, you know, shadow the call, like awesome. I have so much love for the network and thank you.
0: Well, again, we, we try to do what we can do to help get people in the hobby. And that includes people who are podcasting. Uh, I also, I'll just throw it out there. We have the RPG Academy Twitch channel. If you, Blood and Stone, ever want to do a Twitch thing, you're welcome to use yes. ours. Uh, can
1: we do explicit?
0: Uh, yes. You just have to make sure it's tagged as explicit.
1: Done. The <laughs> group, they will say, yeah, done.
0: Okay. Ask. So it can be, it can be a one-off. It can be, again, a permanent. We'll, we can talk about the details because we are trying to get more content here on our Twitch channel. Right now we've got things like four days a week. We're trying to get more. So uh, yeah, always looking for good quality content to put on here.
1: Awesome. Count us in.
0: Awesome. All right. So again, yeah, somebody jumped in kind of at the end. Our stream died in the middle and we had to restart. So uh, when I go through, I'll fix it for YouTube and put it all together and that'll be kind of good. But uh, I think that'll do it for show and tell episode 55, Tales of Blood and Stone. It's a new actual play podcast uh, using the Shadow of the Demon Lord game system. It's adult, it's explicit, it's uh, graphic and gory, but not too graphic and gory, hopefully. Uh, and it's the newest member of the RPG Academy network. So hey, you mean you know that means quality. at least that's what I hope I think that you know that that's what that means. So it any does. final words, Danny? anything else before we go?
1: Uh, thank you, Michael, for everything, for guiding us along our way. I know that John thanks you immensely for making him the GM that he is today. And everybody, thank you for listening. Please give us a listen if you haven't and follow us on Tobias Pod on Twitter so you can find out how to ring the VIP tickets, uh, the one shot, and hear our podcast.
0: Thank you and good night.